Thanks for being with us. I'm Bruce Claggett in for Jazz. Now, according to Wikipedia, that great source of all things information, Blue Monday is the name given to a day in January said to be the most depressing day of the year. The concept was first published back in 2005 in a media release from Sky Travel, which is a UK travel company, and it claimed to have calculated the date using an equation, that equation taking into things like into account things like weather in the northern hemisphere, but also a time after Christmas where you had such a great big high and now there are the mundane lows ahead. And many of us also note that it has been a long time to the next statutory holiday. Well, there are other things that play into it, like your finances, the money you have. And in fact, our next guest, Shannon Terrell, a financial expert and spokesperson for Nerd Wallet Canada, points out that, uh, you know, when you start to take a look at some of the bills, Blue Monday really is that day where you have to kind of take a reckoning or kind of account for what you did back in December. So, Shannon, Blue Monday, money, big part or not so big a part? Absolutely. So January can be quite challenging for a lot of folks. You know, it is a combination of factors. So, you know, in the Northern Hemisphere, we're dealing with the short days, the long nights, maybe the weather isn't so great. But the reality is we are no longer caught up in a lot of the busyness that comes with the holidays. And instead, we are greeted with the aftermath of it all. And typically that comes in the form of a large credit card bill. Yeah, we got all the gifts. Now it's time to pay the piper, isn't it? That's exactly right. So what does that mean? You start to see the bills. What do you do? And how do you get out of the funk? Yes. So, you know, I'll say one of the hardest things about January is that first credit card bill of the new year. And in fact, a Nerd Wallet Canada survey found that half of Canadians who shopped during last year's holiday season took on credit card debt. And of that group, 25% had yet to pay it off as they entered the 2023 holiday season. So if you're in that group and you find yourself struggling to pay off that high interest credit card debt, I encourage people to consider what's called a balance transfer credit card. I have to point out that 75% do pay it off. Wow, that surprises me. That's (laughs) That's exactly right. So although we have over 50% of folks taking on that credit card debt, we are seeing that 75% of the group are being diligent in paying down that credit card debt. And ultimately, staying on top of those bills is the best way to set yourself up in the new year for financial success. What is a balance transfer credit card? Sure. So a balance transfer credit card is a credit card that has a promotional period with a low interest rate, sometimes as low as 0%. But this only lasts for a designated period of time, so typically about 6 to 12 months. So what you do is you transfer your existing credit card debt to one of these cards, And then you pay down your debt without having to incur a lot of interest. Now, this is especially effective because every penny could potentially be going towards that outstanding balance. Shannon, effective, but I think it also takes discipline because you're not going to get a reminder when the rates or the promotional period for any of these things comes to an end. So you have to make a note, don't you? 
That's exactly right. So I would say there's there's two caveats for balance transfer credit cards. The first we just touched on is the promotional period. That promotional period will not last forever. And once it's over, the card is going to revert back to its normal interest rate. So that's something to keep in mind. The other thing to think about are fees. So you want to be on the lookout for a balance transfer fee. That's a fee that's charged for moving your balance from one credit card to another. And in most cases, it's a percentage of the transfer amount, typically about 1% to 3%. So definitely be checking the fine print for that. When it comes to budgeting, and of course, it's the new year, so we're always thinking of new and better ways to do it, but there isn't one best approach. No, there really isn't. So there's no one size fits all when it comes to budgeting. But I will say for folks who are entering the new year and they want to try out a budget, there are some popular options. So one I'll mention is the 50-30-20 approach. It's pretty popular. This is where you allocate 50% of your income to necessary expenses, like food, shelter. 30% goes towards discretionary spending. So that's your dining out, your entertainment. And then that final 20%, that's going to go towards your savings and your investments. But again, I'll mention no one size fits all. And there's plenty of ways to get ahead in the new year financially. (laughs) Okay. Sounds like some discipline still involved there. You know, I have friends that post about this on social media, the, the dry months where they go without booze. Well, there is also a notion that you have that's called a no-spend month. Tell me about that. Sure. So as you touched on, this is almost like dry January, where people refrain from consuming alcoholic beverages for the month of January. Well, instead of eliminating alcoholic beverages, we're eliminating the non-essential spending. You know, we're talking about food delivery, renting digital movies, buying clothes, You know, I think during the holidays, a lot of us get into the habit of swiping the credit card or clicking through the online shopping experience, and it can be a really slippery slope. So if you set January as a no-spend month, it's basically acting as a reset, and that's going to help you financially reorient yourself in the new year. If we're looking at timelines, how long does it usually take the average person to recover from the big spending month of December? Do we know? We don't have hard data on that, but like we said, we did see 25% of folks who were entering the 2023 shopping season having not yet paid off the credit card debt. So it's really not all that uncommon. But again, if we're strategic about how we handle our finances, there's no reason that we can't pay off that debt in the new year and set ourselves up for success going forward.